Tonight on Back Porch Bourbon Review. Because fuck them, that's why. That's bonkers. Disclaimer. This is a group of lifelong friends, not professionals, who know general information about bourbon. Like how every bourbon is light in color and guaranteed to give you a great night. We are not responsible for any sponsorship lawsuits or anything mentioned in this podcast. My information is based on absolutely nothing. Welcome to Back Porch Bourbon Review. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Make sure you cut all this out. (laughs) And with that being said, Bailey, go ahead and count us in. Oh, are we waiting? Oh, we're not waiting. Oh, that's that's quick. Shit, I thought we were waiting on somebody. I forgot we only got all three of us are here. All right. It's been so long. It's been so long since I've done it. We have to cut the first part out. We definitely got to cut the first part out. You could have. uh, You could have told T Man to jump on since (laughs) y'all plugged in together. Yeah, send send him a text. Tell him he can come home if you want. All right, I'll I'll text him mid. All right. With uh, with that being said, we are gonna go ahead and do it live in five, four. Hold on, time out. Time out, real quick. I want to say this. This is the uh, just before we get going. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I swear to God, and I'll send you the link to it Mm -hmm. after this call. They uh, they said in the in the podcast, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, we'll do it live." I'm like, "Holy, look! There, people are copying us. We've we've made our waves. We Just have impact in the world. We and, are. And, absolutely. And uh, no, seriously, happy Pride Month. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not the Miller Riley is an international legend. Uh, we'll do it live <laughs> in five, four, three, two, one. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's been a while. I haven't said that in, in a couple weeks, but it feels good to be back with the fellas uh, with episode 12 of Back Porch Bourbon Review coming to you live from Tejas. Um, we've got three of the fellas actually recording live together tonight, which is pretty exciting, uh, back in Virginia. Um, and we got the, the uh, microphone, the professional studio microphone plugged up live to you from the golf cabin in Halifax where we can get some peace and quiet. Drew Henderson made his way in town, absolutely skirting down the road about 90 miles an hour. Flying. He, he, you know, he's been so good with his attendance. He just knew he could not miss tonight, you know, because, again, three strikes, he's he's out permanently. So. Yeah. And, and, and with, yeah. yeah, even with this new microphone, Bailey sounds like a drunk cookie monster. Um, and hopefully, out. hopefully that microphone has a pop filter, so we don't have to listen to a whistle the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah. nose whistle really got us last episode. T man, shout out. Uh, Anchor <laughs> also. Hopefully, this episode doesn't sound like hot dogs being thrown down a hallway. Hold on, wait, hold on. Got <laughs> the nose whistle really quickly. I told Bailey this, but my coworker Abby and I were driving home after a front porch session from Austin, and we were listening to the last week's episode um and we were stuck in traffic it was like 9 30 almost 10 o'clock at night and the, uh, abby kept saying i think i someone's brakes are really some something <laughs> someone's I, she was like is something wrong with your brakes i was like no i don't think it's because we were stopping and going stopping and going i'm like no i don't think it's mine 
And then so like we'd go a little bit further and we'd still hear it. So I eventually turned the podcast off just to like make sure it wasn't my car um, and it stopped. And then I turned it back on and I was like, oh, my God, we have to turn it off. It was the, the infamous nose whistle. I mean, someone definitely had some hella bugs flying the cave. But <laughs> I just thought it was a good, but yeah. I, but you know, it was weird. I went back and listened to it, and I still kind of heard it even when T Man was talking. So I think it's secretly Bailey. I actually uh, didn't even notice it. It definitely I was not. A, I will say I had several people tell me they didn't even hear it at I didn't all. Hear so it I don't all. know if they're nose breathers too, or a lot of nose breathers <laughs> out there. Um, well, most of your friends are yeah. mouth breathers, so yeah. <laughs> well, that or maybe it's just like magnified when you're in the car. But um, th- like in my car speakers, it was like the o- one of the only things you could hear. It was crazy. A lot, yeah. a lot of people did message us about that. Yeah. Was funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's jump right on in, fellas. Uh, why don't the three of you go ahead and and tell us what you're sipping on? Is it all the same thing or? No, I'm going to go last, and I'm going to have the boys close their eyes here for ASMR for it. Uh, you know, I know that you forget what you host every single week, but I go last. <laughs> well, no, not that, but I just meant I didn't know if you all were <laughs> sipping on the same thing right now. Yeah, so we're I'm actually sipping on the new riff that we had last time we recorded in person. It was the, the little bit that we had left, and then uh, the bum to my left actually just didn't bring a bottle, so he ended up killing the rest of it. Um, yeah, so I didn't, didn't want to bring anything. He, he actually brought this in person last time. I thought it'd be good to stick for tradition and just sip what he was sipping. So that's why we did that. Which is why he said, oh shit, I forgot to bring something. Mighty, <laughs> mighty convenient of him. When was he does yeah, have that... a bottle of uh, Elijah Craig 18 year out of my truck that he won from me a couple weeks back. But funny story about that is I had it, I had another bottle of Elijah Craig 18 in the back of my truck. Um, so I take down to Raleigh this weekend, you know, with the boys come down for my birthday and to give to Drew. And I kind of forgot it was in there, got a little hot and the court might have popped off and my <laughs> truck smells like bourbon now. Oh, dang. Wait, so they EC18's Dunzo? Not yours. But, but another no, one? No, it's not Dunzo. It's just like some of it came out. And it's in the back pocket behind my seat. And let's just say if I, if I get pulled over for any reason and a cop smells my truck, I'm pretty screwed. Ooh. That's awesome. <laughs> in other words, like in other words Drew, Cameron has gotten into your bottle, filled it with water, and he's blaming it on the heat. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, Jacob, what you got going on over there? Oh, not much, guys. I'm a little tired. I've been doing some renovations to the house and uh, um, getting ready to make a job change and stuff. So pretty busy out this way, but I'm sipping on Jefferson Reserve, uh, which is it's a, it's a really good bottle of bourbon. You can find it in any store. Uh, I, I particularly like like this one over uh, many other ones you can easily find. Um, I highly recommend it. It's it's not overly complex or anything like that, but it's certainly it's, it's a really good sipper. And I would say it's a good transition from, you know, your very common ones to maybe some of your more rare ones. So if you're looking to up your game just a tad bit, Jefferson Reserve is a good product to go to. There you go. Uh, I, before Cam goes, I am sipping on one of my go-tos is the Weller Special Reserve. Um, you love that one. Is, I do. It's pretty common to find here too, which I like. You know me. I like being able to go in, grab something I know and like, leave the store, 
come home and pop pop top. Um, God damn it, dude! I was literally walking over to get well a special reserve for my <laughs> ASMR for us two weeks. That's twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a it's a great go to if you're able to pick it up. I'd always grab it. Um, and she's hitting the spot tonight. Quite honestly. Thanks, Bo. Wait, so I guess you guys need to close your eyes. Yeah, we have our eyes closed. Cameron is retrieving the bottle as we speak. It's a great time to go ahead and shout out our sponsor for tonight, uh, Raleigh Art Solutions. That's code JAMIN, J-A-H-M-M-I-N, for 10% off. And um, also, if anyone else wants to look and get into a sponsorship, Backwatch Bourbon Review, just go ahead and send us an email at backwatchbourbonreview at gmail.com. Uh, and speak with our manager. Just just a few spots left. They're going like hotcakes, so get them while you can. <laughs> Speaking of Raleigh Art Solutions, Suzanne O'Hara, we'll talk about a little bit about this later on. But, you know, as you know, me and T-Man, the plug, we played in our local member guest last week. Oh, gosh. Weekend, and uh, her brother, Peter, and our boy, Riley Powell, from back home, they brought home the championship. And let's just say Raleigh Art Solutions was well, well represented throughout several players there. It was pretty sweet. There you go. And fun fact, that's what Raleigh's named after. <laughs> oh, all right fellas hold on real quick while i what did up. what did they shoot uh last week cameron they, what they, what took uh, the trophy actually, home they actually set the record uh lowest score 18 under yeah what did you and t-man the plug shoot let's just Probably say quadruple uh, that. that last this year we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later <laughs> fair enough um Okay. So it looks like a green bottle. It's slightly tall. <laughs> While Cam's getting the bottle ready, Drew, what was Finley's uh, favorite birthday gift she got? So, yeah, it was crazy. She got a very um, squeaky dinosaur toy that was her favorite. So nice. it just it, it made the whole night worth it. So to answer my question from last week, the etiquette is to bring a a dog present to a dog birthday. Is that is that correct? It's up to you, but... Most now, is she, am I going to get a handwritten thank you note from Finley for the toy I sent her for her birthday? Uh, did you send it to our old address? <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, is that the one that I had in my Amazon account? Yeah. Speaking of, me and Bailey bought a, a new TV show on your Amazon account, so just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Coming to a card near you. What was it? <laughs> HBO Max, $14.99, one month, coming at you. I, I thought okay, that wait, was it better not have been on my corporate card, because I just added my corporate card on there. Make sure yeah, you... Yeah, the Open Sky one. I saw that. We were trying to buy Mayor of Easttown, but we bought the trailer uh, package, so we have a trailer of each episode, but it's only 15 bucks a month. <laughs> oh, my All right, God. boys, here we go. Let's keep your gazes down. I'm going to keep the bottle, because I don't know shit about this one. Okay. Y'all ready for the pop? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, it's definitely uh, a metal top. Screw what was that? That sounded like it just broke the glass. Or like a microwave or something, dude. What the hell? He, uh, so for the fifth time out of the past seven episodes, I almost broke some sort of glass while trying to do the, the cork pop. Sounds like a pappy. Definitely a screw top. <laughs> Let me do it again. <laughs> what just the a, F? A beautiful cork pop. <laughs> Not much popping on that. All right, here we go. 
right, here, here we go. The Sounds wild. like that did not go down well. The wild oh, women, gosh. the wild women, the ripping and the tearing, the ripping and the tearing. <laughs> it was a nice pour, though. Yeah, it was a nice guzzle. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Who wants to go first with the question? I'll go first. Is it under twenty dollars? Gosh, that's massive. So thirty. <laughs> um. With the metal screw top, that's a great question. I'll be honest with you, it is probably just above it if you see it in stores. I know what I'm looking at right now online is just above it. Can I make a guess? Sure. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody else go first. (laughs) But I know what it is. Jacob? Uh, Can you find this uh, in stores pretty easily? Yes, you can. Uh, uh, does one of our friends have this as their last name? I sure hope not. Oh, they have a fucked up name. Or hopefully Cameron didn't forget them, because that would be awkward. Or, yeah, that that would be awkward. Bailey? (laughs) That would also be very awkward. (laughs) So, um, they don't have that as a last name. That's going to lead me to my question. Is this named after a person? No. Oh, that just changed it for me then. I was going to guess Jim Bean. Anything else? I was too, dude. <laughs> Good shit. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you all the, the flavor and the palate So and the aroma. So the aroma is warm peanuts and honey. Mm. And it's just above 20. Can I get one more question? Yeah. Would, 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 would someone typically mix this bourbon? Uh, yeah, more than likely. I sure hope so. <laughs> this is a real piece of shit. The only thing that I brought, you know, I knew if, actually last week when T Man was on, I was like, this is, might be my bottom shelf pick. Um, but we ended up not using that. <laughs> All right. Not yeah, any guesses, fellas? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Old Kentucky. No, sir. And you said, uh, I was going to say very old Barton, but that's under $20, I think. And that's named after somebody, so. Yeah, but I figured Cameron may have forgotten, so. And I said that's what I was going to say. I am going to say granddaddy. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) He's making up stuff. (laughs) Yes, he is. Like every other episode, every other fact. Oh, it's not named after a person. Oh, Drew? granddad. No, Drew, go. Uh, I'm going to go with the Homeless Man Special. Is this a Burnett's whiskey? No. <laughs> uh, All right, great, great pick, Drew. Can I go with, <laughs> is it Maybe. Heaven Hill? It's not. It's actually Screwball. Oh. I've never had Screwball. Absolute hell. That's the peanut butter and jelly one, right? It's the peanut butter one, yeah. So I've seen some people that use this for like dessert drinks. And let me tell you, I was trying to tell y'all that, you know, with the nose and the the palate, but oh. They say homeless men uh, drink this out back of convenience stores. Yeah, you can definitely As a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, the peanut butter sandwich. Uh, straight peanut butter, you can smell it, but it also tastes like or smells a little bit like uh, Mississippi shit water mixed with peanut butter. 
Why do you even own super, that? A super like corny type whiskey. But look, I've never had it, so I'm gonna try it for the first time. Drew, you wanna try it too? I'll take I'll, a sip. I'll try it too. Makai, well. I think it's a novelty, right? So it's like whatever flavor that is, it's gotta be a novelty type of purchase right there. Yeah, it that's is. why even... damn, it's actually not bad. Can you tell us where it's distilled at? It's in California. Um it's it only stay a there. Oh my god, it smells only... like a I told you jar of peanut butter. Distilled yeah. by uh, distilled by Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as I was expecting. I expect it to taste a lot worse. It's only 70 proof. So you can buy it at CVS. <laughs> uh gosh, um, it looks horrible. It's the website says the finish is long and da 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 fun. So it nice. finished long and fun, so uh, happy Pride Month. Thank <laughs> you. Hey, I know um, inside of it. You can look at it inside of the glass, and it kind of has like a weird filmy look to it, but you can definitely smell the peanut oily, butter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over this bourbon. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Rebecca Creek, which is a distillery out here that's pretty well known, their Texas Ranger product like, makes a – am I frozen? You just did you for just, a second. You clicked for a second. Oh, I was gonna say they have a peanut butter whiskey, and ooh, as much as I love some of their stuff, it's it's very it tastes it's b- bizarre. I D- could never drink more than one of these. I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I did cut out a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Um, did does Brunettes actually have a whiskey? Is that is that like a real product? They could. I have no idea. I don't think so. Okay, that's that's good to know. But if there uh, was, it doesn't one, look like they it. do. It looks like they do. They do not. Looks like they do not. They have one's aged four months. They have a London gin and a vodka. I don't see uh, anything any... at all. <laughs> <laughs> no one got that joke a couple weeks ago. It's an Austin Powers classic. Did you not see anything at all? <laughs> a lot of movie references this episode. Me, well, me and Bailey loved that one, and uh, Jacob did not because Jacob picks the every episode apart. <laughs> like we're huge well anyway. with that being said uh none of us got that one jacob do you have your uh is it now correct me if i'm wrong but as the show host i think i'm pretty accurate in saying that the next is the history lesson jesus get this guy out of here you know what, Macaulay? It's been real. It's been a blast having you as the moderator. I think you're breaking up. Yeah, yeah. there's something wrong. Uh, it just breaks. Yeah, it's my phone. It sure um, is. Jacob, go on ahead, Bo. This week's Back Porch Bourbon Review History Segment is presented to you by Pino's Pizza. We remember you. <laughs> All right. Welcome back this week to another history segment uh, within the Bourbon Podcast here. And, you know, I, I was, again, ill-prepared as we were supposed to record tomorrow, uh, but the boys obviously changed it last minute per usual. Uh, so I come to you tonight with a uh, – not a lot of information and a, a vague idea of what I wanted to talk about. But as we go into it and we were looking at the timeline out West, we mentioned uh, w- kind of where whiskey and bourbon was starting to get 
even more popular and was at the demise of, of, of wine and the vineyards out in Italy. And really that's in the mid 1800s, but it lasted throughout the 1800s, which caused uh, increased uh, popularity in and bourbon. And thank you for whoever's making noise during my segment again. Um, but as we move through the timeline just a bit more, we're going to look at something that I think is very important as we look at the modern bourbon. And this is the creation of the sour mash. And the sour mash was created in, it was, it was really a, a, a time frame rather than a, a date. Uh, but they said sometime between 1820 to about 1845. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really important because the sour mash is really what we know as the modern ingredients or the modern start to the, to the whiskey. And the really neat thing about this, it was created by a Dr. James Crow, whom I will talk about in some upcoming episodes, as I aforementioned uh, a few episodes back about just people in, in, in the history of bourbon. He will be certainly one of them that we talk about. So I'll save a little bit of background from him, but just know he's a chemist. He's a, he's got, he's really got his hands in a lot of different pots. Um, no, no pun intended there, but um, ah. yeah, good one. And, uh, but no, but he's a creative sour mash and sour mash is, it's a very important uh, process. Um, I mean, really it's where, the fermentation of, of the batches uh, go through making the sourdough bread and the starter for the bourbon. And this is really what all bourbons are now made out of. So as we look into next week, next week's going to be a fun episode because I'm actually going to talk about the Civil War and where whiskey was in that period of time. But before we get there, uh, you know, it was very important to touch on on this because it's a huge uh, evolution in, in the process of making bourbon. So with that being said, I'm going to open up the floor. Any, any thoughts, guys, as we look into it uh, tonight with uh, Mr. or, excuse me, Dr. Crow and the creation of Sour Mash? Um, I only think, I only think I've ever had one actual Sour Mash, and that was the Mictors. I'm not sure. Are there any, like, mainstream ones that are Sour Mash that maybe I don't even know about? Yeah, I mean, so really everything is made with that mash now or that that term sour mash. So there are some bourbons out there, I guess, that are sour mash bourbons. Um, I'm not quite sure the difference between what that would be in a, in a regular bourbon, but the majority of your bourbons now are made from a, a starter um, of the sour mash. So pretty much everything you're drinking is, is it's technically um, a sour mash. Jacob, didn't we have Mictor Sour Mash? Isn't that what you left in my house? It is, yeah. That is a good bourbon. I will say, um, yeah. I think I think that was an eighty-six proof. Um, it was. It's won a couple awards. Um, it's not easy to find on the shelf, but when you can, certainly it's a pickup. Yeah, that's one of those ones you can like pour in a cup and just drink all night, kind of deal. Yeah, that's one you definitely don't need ice for. It was. It was way better off ice. <laughs> What's the big? The uh, it may not even be good. I've never had it, but isn't the um, uh, Bell Mead or whatever it's called? Dude, yes. I want the Bellmead honey bad. Don't they have – aren't they well-known for a sour mash, though? They do have a Bellmead sour mash. Yeah. Uh, but yeah I think it's a white a, label. I, I think it's important that we don't get away from – like, kind of the, the point of this is, like, every straight <laughs> bourbon produced – Everyone shut the fuck up. Seriously, give me five seconds. No, every straight bourbon produced today is from sour mash whiskey. So everything you're drinking starts with a sour mash. Um 
So again, while some products out there label as sour mash, everything you, you're drinking in the current bourbon atmosphere is uh, started with that sour mash. So really, like I said, everything sour mash. Then what what makes some brands call it a sour mash then and others not? Yeah, I don't know. I just mentioned that a couple minutes ago. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure really what the difference is the labeling of it, but that, that would be good to open up to the to the crowd. I mean, if anybody out there knows, um, ring us and. You know, give us that, or you maybe uh, Bailey can give us a quick Google and find that out too. I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't know. Good question. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, Kylie, thanks for listening to the history segment once again. Um, what do you mean? I just listen. I'm curious as to why <laughs> some call it a sour mash and some don't. If everything is a sour mash, I will say that Dr. Uh, James Jim Crow. Uh, he is loosely connected to the Woodford Reserve uh, Distillery, so that'll be is pretty he interesting. Also loosely connected to a very unpopular time in history. Uh, no, no, but that is a interesting correlation. And let's let's yeah, no, he's not uh, connected to that. I just want to make sure that we weren't giving him <laughs> credit. Props. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. From uh, from my understanding, that is going to be a, a no. He is not connected to that. But um, okay, yeah, no. He we he, announced he, that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But no, he worked. Uh, he was in charge of the. I think it was old Oscar Pepper Distillery, which is now known as Woodford Reserve. So, you know, his process and his innovation is really what's driving uh, Woodford, and you know, that's obviously one of the bigger brands, um, you know, in the world at this point. It's a it's a favorite of this crew. Yeah, man. Woodford. I, have y'all noticed Woodford's putting out some like crazy products the past couple of years? I mean, it's it's just stuff coming out from them left and right. Did uh, any of our people have what was that one that came out on the like American Oak? Well, there was two of them, right? Someone got the other one. There's the batch proof. That batch proof. Yeah, yeah, got that. I got a couple very fine rares. Bash proof. I've had there. I've had two bash proofs now. They're both awesome. Yeah, I need one. Um, very yeah. fine rare. It's also amazing. I want the American oak one. That just sounds like it's the perfect kind of bourbon that that I would particularly like. Um, also, Macaulay, you to uh, answer your question there. Uh, quick Google fact here <laughs> um, for a sour mash. Every bourbon typically, I guess, starts with uh, some sort of sour. Um, sourdough and huh. fermentation <laughs> but it depends on the ratio that they use so some of them might use a one to three some of them might use a one to four uh, i think you're required to at least use a one to three to label it sour mash so the other ones just don't use as uh, big of a ratio for the sourdough mm, nothing like a good old loaf of sourdough right in your whiskey Well, Jacob, mm-hmm. that was an interesting one. So next week we jump into what was that? Yeah, we're gonna start getting into the Civil War. So, which is pretty interesting as we move into like the a uh, little bit past the mid eighteen hundreds, and the Civil War is really an interesting study from the standpoint of consumption and really where bourbon and whiskey is. So that 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 topic might stretch over a few episodes, at least two. Uh, but it's re- it's really interesting and in, in kind of the, the, the sociology of, 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 of the drinking and the consumption within the soldiers on both sides and how that was in, in history and kind of where that was um, as a spirit in history. So super excited to do a little bit more research into that and kind of uh, get that out to the masses. Um, I know that 
our, our you know our listeners are dying to know um, about Civil War and uh, bourbon history. So coming to you soon. I have to do some research too, um, not to you know to bring up a problematic name, but I do have a, a general uh, Lee that is in supposedly in my family tree. I've been told on numerous occasions by family members, and I'd be curious to uh, to maybe do a little digging there and kind of maybe even squash some some rumors out there. Oh gosh, yeah, that's kind of that's interesting. That right now, yeah, I heard that in the uh, group text that you were related. Not the hottest name out there, but maybe we should get uh, we should all chip in and get you one of those ancestry dot com things and, and get to the bottom of that. <laughs> I do have one of those actually. I just need to do it. Yeah, look look for us on a few episodes. We may tell you uh, Cameron's ancestry there. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to be like uh, what's it called the the one podcast where they had to stop in the middle of it after they figure it all out. And Cameron <laughs> is kicked off. Yeah, we're like canceled. Or like the Jinx, the documentary from HBO where the dude has a hot mic at the very end and confesses that he killed him. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Oh, no. Speaking of spoiler alerts, Mayor of Easttown. Jeez Louise. Can we talk about that show for a second? Yeah. 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 Let's let's dive right right into it because uh, I finished it yesterday and I'm ready to talk about. How much of a bitch that priest was. was. Spoiler alerts ahead. If you have not finished it, do not listen. We'll, we'll put a sound effect in on this part of the episode. I mean, Maybe I... an alarm, Bailey. Like... <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we, I... Don't, we don't have to give away too many details. Just the show is incredible. Lots of twists and turns. No, the knock mayor, it down, uh... dude. Spoil all that shit. No. Hey, could y'all give me just a little bit of basis? I don't watch much TV. So, like, what what... What is this show? Really, do the reenactment of the one scene, the murder of my daughter. <laughs> my daughter was murdered. And uh, uh, just another teen girl is murdered in another city. Shitty Not murdered. Pennsylvania. Murdered. Murdered. Someone murdered my daughter in the water. What? Um, that was that, a great description. That went over great. And um, I can tell this thing right here is going to fucking get the people rocking. Also... <laughs> Also, I do like Saturday Night Live skit. They said one creek and three bad homes. <laughs> it's basically where the entire uh, TV show is it, shot. It's like a random PA town where they all have like these weird accents. That's why the murder murder came from. It's dark. It's dreary. Like no one would want to live there. Kate but Winslet's I actually like a hometown hero. Kate Winslet's a hometown hero who stayed there. Knows everyone's related to half the fucking town. And looks and like a lead uh, detective. Looks like she is a high school soccer. Bo- Piece all that together and right, get, get the consensus. Um, I, I found it interesting, though. I just watched a little thing on it. They actually filmed in that town in Pennsylvania, which is super rare. They normally don't do that. So I think that's what made it look so authentic. Yeah, what town is it? That's a great uh, tidbit there. Uh, anyway. We'll clip me out. <laughs> and so, Jacob, long story short, um, she's a hometown hero. She's like lead detective of, of, and she knows everybody's related to half the town. Another girl goes missing, so I think is actually another girl goes murdered. But there's a girl like from ten years. For, I'm sorry, this is terrible. <laughs> All right. Just go watch the show. Yeah, can we get to the next go, segment? Yeah. <laughs> 
you know what? Fuck the show. Don't even watch it. She sucks. <laughs> and that was talking Mayor of Easttown. So on to the next one. <laughs> Another girl gun murder. I will tell you. I uh, did go watch my first movie in theater since COVID, and that was The Quiet Place 2. I will just say, if you've not seen it, it's worth going to see, especially in theaters. Also, uh, if you haven't bought AMC, you know, it's it's through the moon right now. (laughs) And Cameron is my financial advisor. Oh, no, let's cut cut that, too. Uh, Anyway, this is going great. Oh, God. Oh, wait, I sold all my AMC. I said financial mad miser. (laughs) No, but... um, I thought AMC so filed Will, bankruptcy. Oh, my gosh. Bill Hammond sold out on AMC today and made big bucks. So, anyway, we're going to count down. It's three, 33 minutes and 40 seconds. Boom. Okay, anyway, so, Macaulay, I, so, Will, last night, my little brother, String Bean, I invited my friends over, like I always do during the week, like, let's watch some movies. Yeah, A Quiet Place 2 is out. I'm like, hell yeah. So, we get down in my mom's basement, and we're, we're, and we're looking through it, and Will's like, it's in theaters. <laughs> like, the fuck, Will? <laughs> oh, my God. I wish someone would have not have told me AMC. I literally had so many shares of it for, like, $3 and sold it because I thought they were bankrupt. I'm sorry you have paper hands, dude. Yeah, dude. Hold the fucking line. No, but um, on a serious note, so do you think it was good as, as good as the original or not as good or... Uh, it's completely different. It's really hard to say. Like, uh, it, it's good. It's a lot more action-packed, kind of, I think. Um, okay. You, uh, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. There's a lot uh, that happens. It's very fast-paced compared to the first one. I will say, since we couldn't watch that last night, we watched the Jason Statham movie, and Josh Harden comes back from the depths of the abyss. I don't know. Having heard of that name in like 15 years, he was like the heartthrob when we were growing up. He was in like, uh, I don't know, Macaulay, you were probably no better than me. What is he? Josh Hardnett. Oh, I do know who that is, actually. He so was he, in, um, he was in, what the hell was the name of the 40 Days and 40 Nights? He was in yep. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, um, Pearl Harbor, yeah. So, yeah. He was in the new Jason Statham movie called Wrath of Man, which was far-fetched, of course, but still pretty solid if you're looking for a decent, like, on-demand movie. Have to check it out. Anyway, besides that, anybody else looking forward to anything this coming weekend? A certain, you know, Legend's birthday or anything? Um, I was looking forward to it. I found out that I'm not in the group text uh, for the event. Didn't even get the itineraries. So, oh, I actually got one for you. Uh, for people coming Saturday. Uh, print it out. Tight, oh, tight. A Saturday person. Yeah, uh, yeah see. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's 18 people in this group text. If that gives you guys the idea of the platform here. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully, my friend will have a great 30th birthday. Shout out, Cameron. Um, and, Speaking of, do you know the itinerary? I don't know anything. I, I'm not talking to you. you I might might get down there and not know where to go. So well, I didn't want to spoil anything, but it sounds like we're heading into a uh, little little bourbon territory this weekend. Yeah, we talked about it last week. You would know if you actually show up for a podcast. We did talk about it last week. <laughs> or listen or to listen it last episode. Yeah. I did listen. <laughs> I will say I did cut out before that. So what do y'all have planned? No, so we're going uh, Friday night. We're going to T-Man the Plug's house and – 
Um, my man's got flat top and does a great rendition, actually his own version uh, of Gator Street Tacos, and maybe he even showed Gator, I'm not sure. So we're going to be eating some good old tacos, some chicken steak, hopefully, and um, drinking some some nice bourbons. Jacob, you're going to bring down some good stuff. I'm taking some good stuff. T-Man the Plug already has good stuff, and um, we're going to be hitting a lot. And then, like I said last week, a guy that plays around Raleigh, he's pretty talented, uh, music, acoustic, is coming out to play on the porch, hopefully, and uh, jam a little bit. And, Jacob, if, if you want to bring your hammer down, I'll probably bring my hammer as well in case the guy wants to fuck around and play with a real band, you know. So. <laughs> in case he's trying to get famous. Yeah, Macaulay, we'll FaceTime you so you can sing, Give me the eyes and I'll stay <laughs> Thank you. I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw the guy. I can give him some lessons. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, so he's playing Friday night, maybe. And then the boys are buzzing. The boys are going to definitely just chill at T-Man and Plug's house. Wake up, Rally. Uh, you know, maybe game a little bit, a little friendly blackjack action, you know. Cigars are coming. Don't Cigars worry. Cigars are coming. You know, Jacob, you haven't played blackjack since Mountain Weekend. I know you're itching for that. It's going to be a great time. And then, uh. Saturday, wake up, hopefully with some breakfast by our ladies, and um, hop on a party bus, go to Old Raleigh Distillery, which they have, I don't know if you, y'all saw this, the new, release, the, right? the new release is coming yeah. out Saturday when we're there, so excited to try that out. And uh, Shout out for T-Man including me on that video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And then... Uh, <laughs> Jump around to a couple local breweries and then uh, come back around six o'clock. Definitely get some some dinner in us and let the boys check in and you know hit downtown. Downtown Raleigh is not Fable Street, unfortunately, but you know Glenwood and a couple other spots. They're back, baby, back like it never left. So um, if any of y'all out there listen to the podcast and want to get Autograph. around with us, please hit us up and. Y'all know y'all welcome, especially you asshole Joey Sorrell, who won uh, who won our first giveaway. Shout out. <laughs> so really excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm pumped, you know, to have Drew down, like, not only down here recording, he's going to actually see some behind-the-scenes work that it takes for us to put this podcast out, which he's used to <laughs> doing the bare minimum and going to sleep early. I'm actually, pretty sure I'm pretty he has to be home I've got to leave. So. Yeah. I was actually telling Jacob the last time I was in Raleigh was nine years ago when we used a bleep this part out fake ID <laughs> to get into uh, downtown to the bar. We had the, the Macaulay Hammond classic uh, We're paper ID. We're clipping that and putting it right on our Instagram. <laughs> I assure you, ID. not much has changed. You I will say that statue of limitations. No one, no one has really visited Raleigh. So I, I, I think I came down three years ago, and like Cameron went out, grabbed a drink, which was cool. But like I haven't, I haven't stayed down there. So I think that it, you know this is well overdue to get down there and kind of see see your stomping grounds, my dude. Yeah, man. I think that's when you're training, and then you uh, we went to Oak City Meatballs, which was great. That was good, very good. Um, so aside from that, Mac Dog, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, this will be the first weekend that I am actually laying low for the past like month and a half. So I'm actually looking forward to not having absolutely anything planned uh, because for the rest of June, I'm absolutely swamped with events. And then I come home in July. So it's a crazy next couple of weeks. When are you coming home? When are y'all going to the Emerald Isle? 
I fly home the first week, uh, the, like July 1st, and then I think we go to Emerald Isle July 28th. 25th. Drew? 25th. 25th. Last week of July, 25th. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so I, yeah, lots of stuff coming up. Looking forward to it. So, you know, I'll give you a last little update and we'll let everybody adjourn for the night. But uh, T-Man, the plug, and myself, we came in at DFL last year in the, our member guest tournament. Uh, which stands for dead fucking last by 10 <laughs> strokes last year. So we had bets out that we wouldn't uh, come DFL this year. Um, and we did not. In fact, after the first day, we were tied for the lead in our flight. Uh, the last flight, of course. Uh, boys shot at 83, and we kind of tricked it in. We had a smooth 80, 81, and we, and we doubled. And then um, – <laughs> You know, we didn't have a single triple bogey all weekend, which is amazing. I wish you could see, you know, because the conditions were not easy. They, it, I mean, it, it was rainy. It was chilly all weekend, very damp, because when you play bad like us, you play at 8 o'clock in the morning. So the golf cabin, which we're all sitting in right now, was an absolute party zone for about 72 hours straight. You know, the guys, the older gentlemen coming up here, Bloody Mary parties at morning while me and Tyler are just waking up and trying to dust the cobwebs off to go swing the club. When we somehow were late on the second day, late to our tea time by 10 minutes, and our teammates were like, aren't y'all staying on the golf course? (laughs) (laughs) So we had a blast. Um, Definitely took a couple years off our lives. But uh, it's it's we try to get more content, but the weather was kind of not, not conducive to it. But uh, we do have some older friends, John, you know, John Morgan, his partner Tyler Willis. They they, they brought Weller Special Reserve, Buffalo Trace, things like that, and we are all partook. And we even told them about the podcast, and they seem very interested. So the brand is growing slowly but surely. I can't wait for our merch to come out. This would have been a great weekend to have the merch on. Mm. Oh, I, I knew that the boys were going hard when I saw someone, a video of someone brushing their teeth with arthritis cream, thinking it, it was uh, toothpaste. <laughs> Not going to mention names. But yeah, they, what? Also passed Did someone wash their teeth with arthritis cream? <laughs> Let's just say, if you look in the video, the, the, uh, the tube looks a whole lot like the orange toothpaste by, that, by Aquafresh or whatever it is. We're not defending the person. Arm and Hammer. Part. Arm and Hammer, yeah, like the arms, like with like the, uh, you know, the the gray and like the the orange. Um, it looks very similar. And let's just say, in that video, the person looks down, is like, oh shit, <laughs> and it wasn't good, man. <laughs> they say the conditions. Oh, they say the conditions out there were similar to the PGA Championship. So for them to finish that well, um, I commend them. Any, we, any, uh, uh, actually. Did come in dead last by 30 strokes. So we were 30 strokes better. Call out who, who's the last place. Derek Honeycutt, I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, funniest yeah, part is that, that, that's an inside joke <laughs> video. <laughs> but Derek Honeycutt and his partner did come in dead last for real. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's been happening. That's so good. I'll, Derek, if you ever hear this for some reason, I do like you. You're the man, but uh, that was just. But fun. you did come in dead last. Yeah. <laughs> um, did uh? I mean, not true. What the fuck his name is? I'm gonna drop them all on. Did you? Uh, did any good stories though? I mean, any anything funny happened? Either drinking or 
golf? I mean, did you guys hit anybody or anything, anything crazy this weekend? Oh, dude, during the practice round, my man, T-Man, the plug, damn near killed the group in front of us at least five times. <laughs> um, and there was a time where I, I definitely bladed one across the green where there was a, a tee box behind it where, you know, a lot of fours were, were definitely yelled. We shot an 89 during the practice round, so we did six strokes better the first day of the tournament. So happy about that, I guess. But um, really, besides that, I mean, we Tyler Mann had the only birdie of the weekend. He uh, hit a beautiful shot up on hole number five, absolutely flubbed the fuck out of his next chip. It went five yards, and then he chipped it in somehow by the grace of God while no one was looking. And he said, Cam! And we all turned around. I thought he killed somebody, but he had actually made it. And so the boys got super hyped. Sounds like a, a classic middle school golf camp. Uh, no one was looking. He just threw it in the hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> classic old Macaulay Hammond move there every single year. As we are remembering local businesses, Back Porch Bourbon Review would like to recognize Ziggy's Pizza. We remember you too. Uh, well, that what? was riveting. If anyone else like <laughs> listening to that, uh... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that that was great. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. Y'all boys have a good one. Yeah, wait, Cameron. Uh, was... Wait, Cameron. I was going to ask you, what are you looking forward to this weekend? <laughs> all right. Well, we kind of went over. We kind of went over what we were going to do. What we're looking forward to. Hopefully, is his thirtieth birthday. I'm just teasing. I'm t- doing Cameron's always a- outro question. Hey man, you you you, you nailed it. Um, you, you have a good one. <laughs> Peace, brothers. Peace. Thanks for listening to this week's Back Porch Bourbon Review. Be sure to tune in next week. Follow us on Instagram at Back Porch Bourbon Review.